And finally, for episode two um, of season two, are cryptoids best buddies? Are they best bros? That's something that is worth kind of thinking about and looking at because of all these entities. Like some of them, like let's say I know there's the creepy pasta where they do have like, um, what was that? Oh man, I forgot his name. Uh, Jeff, creepy Jeff. Was it creepy Jeff? Oh, well. Anyways, you know there's Slender Man, the Rake, and all these guys. Um, there are more different, weird-looking, you know, entities that we never even seen, never even thought of, never even heard of. There are winged demons. There, there's even winged Bigfoot, if you can believe that. There's like. Um, there's just so many cryptoids out there in the wild. And, you know, it's just kind of uh, one of those things where it's kind of interesting to think about is, are they friends? Do they kind of like know each other's boundaries? Because if they really hated each other, wouldn't they have killed each other by now? You know, like like how we have uh, gangs and drive-bys and you know, Bigfoot pulls up with his homies and tells Slenderman, hey, bitch, and blam, 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 you know. It's all really interesting because these uh, creatures, they all have super, super strength. And, like, a lot of the stuff that I would see on uh, Facebook, not Facebook, YouTube, there are creatures that... Um, are small, like those, uh, wood sprite, those nymphs, um, the, uh, those, some of those garden gnomes, there, there's, like, video footage, and it just kind of, like, zooms by, and, you know, all kinds of little, little weird things that are, that are happening that, you know, just kind of makes me wonder, do they all meet up at some point? Are they all in some kind of, uh, agreement? Are they like the Navajo Nation? Did they have a resolution? They brought up all to each other, then they were like, Okay, yeah, we will respect each other's space, and uh, we won't we won't interfere if um, someone's attacking a human. All right, now we're gonna go pass it through the monster legislation committee, and <laughs> let's see what uh, let's get a vote on it. And um, you know, it, you know, like hey, werewolf, you know, you need to you need to attend the meetings. <laughs> you need to uh, you know represent your your club, your group, you know. So that's where it's kind of like really interesting is how come they don't fight each other? And, you know, when you look at the world of ghosts and demons, there are, there are ghosts that uh, try to warn families that there are demons in that, like, like their home. And there's like a dimension where they can, you know, communicate and they're like trying to tell the family, move out, you know, this is dangerous or or you got to get this house exercised because there are evil entities here that are going to you know really really hurt the family or they they're here to take lives and stuff so there there was a a show I don't, I don't remember what it was called but there were ghosts that were actually fighting back shadow people and shadow people were like trying to get to the family, but the ghosts were like, you know, trying to keep, um, trying to keep the shadow people away. Uh, 
So it was really, it was a, damn, it just blew my mind because it was a real interesting dynamic to have these type of otherworldly dimensional beings actually fighting each other. It's like, damn, man, that's crazy. You know, how the hell, the hell does that work? So when these ghosts, um, I, I think there was ghosts of like the people that used to live there before they were murdered or something, but uh, there's all all different levels of ghosts and all these activities. And when poltergeist, that word is used, that's more like when things are moving around. But if it's just like paranormal activity, that's like stuff where some things move around, but it's not as physical as the poltergeist. Um, and that's according to the way I've studied and learned this, this type of thing. And, and then there's the whole thing about the demonology, you know, these demons, they, they always, from what I've understood, they, you know, they just hate the hell out of humans, but it's easy for them to, um, possess a human and have them speak in all these backward languages and languages they never would have spoke and all kinds of interesting um, oh, uh, changes that that would happen, especially like in the face, the eyes, the voice. Uh, the Exorcist, you know, is a pretty good one. Uh, pretty good reason. I mean, not pretty good reason. It's a pretty good example. Uh, that little girl Reagan. By the time the whole thing was done, she was just like crying, didn't know what what happened to her, but she did know that she went through some some hard times. And then um, the other thing was that um, you know. Do, are these demons, are they now looking at shadow people like, hey, get the hell out of here. This is our realm. This is our territory. This is our vortex. We, you know, this is our pissing ground. We already staked our claim here. And then shadow people are like, oh, who do you the hell you think you are? And it's like, oh, well, I'm a demon. I'm a devil. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we were here first. You know, it just kind of like goes back and forth and back and forth. And, um... That was also another thing about um, just, you know, cryptoids altogether. Um, that show called Mountain Monsters. Oh, man, that show blew my mind one time where me and my sister and my nephew were sitting there watching it. And um, they were those those guys that were out there looking for these creatures or these Bigfoots. They end up getting surrounded by them. But. Um, we watched that show so much that we knew our, our, our Bigfoots and they were different type of Bigfoots that all started coming together, man. They were, some of them were howling. Some of them were hooping. Some of them were crying. Some of them were yelling. Some of them were screaming and they all had these different tones. And what was really interesting about that, and then they went to commercial break, but then they, when they came back, that's when those guys, they hurry up and got the hell out of there in that forest. And they were like, was this that that Bigfoot? Oh, no. Yeah, it was this one, too. And they were like, what, what's going on here? It turns out that all these Bigfoots were pretty much having an orgy. You know, they all came together. And it was their mating season. So that was really mind-blowing for me. I was like, wow, I guess, you know, because I've always wondered, are, are Bigfoots horny people? Are they... Because, you know, they pretty much have the same makeup as us humans, but, you know, they're they're more advanced in a way, in many ways. But I was always thinking, so does that mean that Bigfoots 
you know, they get aroused, they get horny, they, they start smashing each other, and then, um, and then after that, they, um, have the whole process of having a baby Bigfoot being born inside the, the female Bigfoot. And that's where I was kind of like, oh, I don't know, man, maybe, maybe, maybe these, um, Bigfoots are coming from these alien ships that are just dropping them off. They're being manufactured, made, bio, biologically engineered somewhere else, another planet, another another part of the spaceship or wherever, brought back to Earth and then dropped down, and then that's how they kind of move around and stuff like that. But uh, once I found out that these Bigfoots, they actually do get together, they actually do get along, and they... they um, they're boinking each other, and so that's creating half-breeds again, I think, I believe. Because it's like having all the top five races coming together and, you know, have, making biracial babies. And that's where, um, that's where I think that, you know, Bigfoot and their whole clan, you know, they got to be attracted to each other, and that's how they kind of look at each other, because there's also... When you look at the world of um, cryptoids, there's also, um, uh, what do you call those guys? The centaurs, the half man, half horse. And that's another interesting thing is like, you know, do they have sex with regular horses because they have the ability to, I don't know, like hypnotize a horse, I think. And then, um, or do they have like their own group of um, centaurs roaming around and they happen to meet up every now and then and get it on, you know, and forest areas and mountains and valleys, those are so vast, so wide that these things move so dang friggin' fast that you wouldn't even, I, I think even if you had a, um, what do you call those things, a drone, you wouldn't be able to keep up with them. Either that or the uh, electromagnetic energy that these things give off could just probably drain that drone and falls from the sky then there goes your footage there goes everything that you were trying to work for so you know at night i just kind of wonder um as far as these um skinwalkers go you know i'm pretty sure they they meet up every now and then like oh hey you know this is my territory what are you doing here oh sorry bro i didn't know you were here okay yeah that's that's my spot or someone's like nah hell i like this chick you get the hell out of here. Well, I saw her first, you know, bullshit, you know, I'm, I'm taking over. So, you know, that's kind of like, do they fight each other? Cause then at the end they're, they're just kind of like contradicting what they were all about anyways, by, you know, turning on each other at that point and saying, Oh, now you're my enemy. I'm going to witch you. Oh yeah. Well, I've been doing witchcraft for so long. I'm going to witch you. So it just, you know, it just kind of makes me wonder, what do they, what do the skinwalkers do when they come across a cryptoid? They're like, oh shit, sorry, uh, sir, I didn't see you. <laughs> um, you know, pardon me, you know, excuse me, let me, let me cruise by real quick. And the cryptoid would be like, what the hell are you, man? You know, you freaky looking human. You think you're going to be like me? I don't think so, you know. And then going into the, the mindset of a cryptoid is basically like a taboo, I'm thinking. But when you do that, you're kind of leave yourselves open to the coronavirus coming in and telling you what to do. And you're like, oh, man, the coronavirus is deadly. It's crazy. It's scary. It's going to kill me. And it's like, well, what are you scared of then? 
Are you scared of dying? If you're scared of dying, well, the native ravager is providing all types of different ways to improve your life. Start a podcast, start a nonprofit, you know, and, uh, you know, it's just kind of like too many, too many thoughts to really overload, that overloads your, your, your decision-making. And that's why when you watch that Wizard of Oz, the, uh, the Oz man, <laughs> he tells um, the cowardly lion, you're just part of, you know, what you're suffering from is disorganized thoughts. And that's what makes you uh, not make the right decision, the right judgment. That's why, you know, you get punked out real easy and you get scared and you run off. And it's because your mind is not organized. Your mind is unorganized. So you, you can't really collect your thoughts together to form up a decent answer and a decent conclusion on what you're trying to do. But, um, yeah, so that's where, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting. Like I said, you know, this, um, this subject we can always visit again later. Uh, maybe have Navo Pedro do it, uh, get his take. Also, excuse me, also, you know, Halloween, that's another one I want to do again, kind of get some more uh, ghost stories and new interesting stuff going on. So, you know, you're just going to have to wait and hold on because um, it's still quite a ways. We're in the month of June. But anyways, um, so that's pretty much going to do it for uh, season two. I mean, (laughs) episode two, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here, but as far as all the subjects that that I covered tonight, hopefully they're just good enough to where you're sitting there listening and you're just like, yeah, you know, I wonder about that. I've always kind of, you know, uh, wondered what would happen if this and that happened, or you might be sitting there saying, oh, I heard about this. Yeah. Someone told me about this and this is the result. And this is what happened, you know, maybe I'll get a hold of Native Ravager at some point and we'll talk about, you know, how this actually happened. Because there are strange things that happen in the world and when we have our minds too much focused on what our government is doing and how the CDC is in charge, then we kind of forget, you know, what it was that made us scared in the first place. And if you have too much fear, it's like, come on, man, you... Are you really living at that point if you're scared of coronavirus, getting someone infected, someone infecting you? Or are you scared of demonic possessions of someone in your family? Or are you you're afraid that you're going to get attacked by a cryptoid? You know, there's all kinds of uh, fear, you know, plus phobias, fear of uh, spiders and heights and all kinds of weird things out there. But um that's where I'm going to just go ahead and uh, cut it off right here as far as that goes and throw in my final thoughts, final words. And as far as um, season season two goes, um, we'll have um, this a lot more. We'll have, we, uh, as far as putting out the uh, episodes, I'm going to go with every Wednesday and... Uh, I don't know if if it gets to the point where Navajo Pedro's got like a lot to say, or if I get more um, more people involved with wanting to be guests on this, then 
I might have to make it special for on Saturdays, like Wednesday and Saturday releases. But for the most part, Wednesdays, let's stick with that. Maybe the first 10 episodes. And if we start to get desperate, <laughs> we'll, we'll add like the second one in there. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, as far as doing Clagato Veteran podcast goes, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty satisfied. I'm pretty excited you know, to find out what, what's the next subject and just, you know, keep it going. Like I said, till the next election, 2024, let's see what kind of craziness they try to pull out of their butts again. And we'll hopefully be more prepared and more ready. And we'll just be like, well, you guys use your best shot during the coronavirus. And, um, now we want revenge. We would throw it back on you and, you know, all, all that kind of crazy stuff but so uh the my final words final thoughts that's what it is and we'll get ready for episode three and this will be pretty interesting because i don't know what navo pedro is going to talk about but i'm looking forward to it and i'll definitely add my two cents and we'll have another great episode coming up so once again you can find us Clagato Veterans on um, Facebook, Clagato Veterans Nonprofit. You look up www.clagatoveteransinc.org. Hopefully, I'll have that website back up and running and have some new interesting good stuff on there. Um, and other than that, I'm just going to finally shut my mouth and say, Yeah, see ya.